Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Tom, what's your love language? Love language? Yeah. Uh, uh, acts of service, is that one? Yeah, like, it is, uh, but it's a very uncommon one. Um, Actually, no, for a lot of men or, that or I know, acts of service is their love language because they just don't want to do anything. It's my love language, let me <laughs> speak. Um, or uh, it's that or quality time together. Yeah. That, uh, yes. What's yours? Um, I like uh, physical touch and words of affirmation. Right. Pretty much. I'm one of those people. Touch me and tell me I'm good. Touch <laughs> me and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's one of those things where it, it. I didn't think it was words, but then when you've been cheated on a lot, um, you need someone right, to reassure you, <laughs> you so that you don't descend into a pit of crazy. Um, but physical touch as well, like even if it's just like a reassuring hand on the knee if you're out or like mm. being comfortable to not be like slobbering all over your face when you're in public, but like the act of showing that you are together by yes. just little touchy-touch here and there. It's a reassuring It's hand. really important to yep. me. And I've dated somebody before who like was like, oh, I'm not into PDA, and that included hand-holding. And I felt real. I was like, are you trying to tell everybody that we're not together? What's going on here? Yeah, I don't a bit, bit odd. like it. Hold um, your girlfriend's hand for crying out loud. Yeah, just, or like you doing? touch her on the knee. That's <laughs> not hard. <laughs> That's, right. That's not difficult. But I've... Um, uh, with um quality time together, I really adore. You don't have just sitting in the same space as someone else. You don't have to talk. You yeah. don't have to, and you can just be peaceful together. Yeah, it's sort of a. It's really. I really like that. And Back before, I was like overstimulated with too many And then after ten screens. hours of silence, we go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. You have a wonderful relationship. <laughs> this is Ghost of Boyfriends Past. Hello, I am Liz Best here um, with my co-host Tom Harris. How, how are we doing? How is everybody? Are we good? Are we happy? How are you? I Tom? assume they're great. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Pretty chipper. Coming out of the pandemic y stuff. Hopefully, yep, right. if the Victorians don't fuck it up for the rest of us oh, further. They're already. I'm a Victorian. I'm allowed to say <laughs> this. To. I am a born and bred Melbourneian, and I think they're doing a terrible job. Yes. Terrible. But not here in sunny Queensland. We're doing well. Yeah. And keep the water it. shut. And Liz, to we, Victorians. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bagging the Victorians. I'm allowed to. <laughs> Fair enough. Bag away. We have guests. We do. We not, have not one, two, two guests. Plural guests. So today we have a married couple in. They are performers on the Brisbane scene with groups such as Act React and Impro Mafia and a bunch of other cool stuff around town. We have Scott and Amy. Yeah. Hello. Yay. Hello. Now, we have Scott and Amy on for a very interesting reason. They didn't come on to tell us one specific story. We had them on because they have what I would call a fairly non-traditional marriage. Would you agree that that's – I tried to ask them what I should call it and they came up with an answer that was so verbose that I was like, you just you just tell everybody what it is. It gets complicated. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
we have a non-standard relationship. We yes. decided not to do things traditionally. Uh, if, if this was a Facebook uh, status, it would be complicated. Complicated. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So explain to Tom and the rest of Listening Land what makes your marriage non-standard. Mm. It just sounds really pretentious when I you know, say it that I way. Know. Well, I tried <laughs> to get you to give me terminology to say look, it the correct how, way. How but about weird? Weird. You yeah. have, look, so tell everyone about your I, weird marriage. I would love to be able to give you like one word and have it yeah. perfectly encapsulate everything. But the fact is, is that we've been married for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And in that 20 years, our relationship has changed constantly yes. and we've changed. We're not the same people who got married. Oh, you we, know. We, we recently um, moved to a, a new apartment and we've been doing, we've been doing art up on the walls and some of those things were like photographs. Mm. And one of the photographs that we looked at and went, no, we're not putting that up because that is completely different people to us. It was our wedding photo. Right. And mm. didn't recognise them at all. So explain to people how you've changed then. Well, um, we are open to dating other people basically. Okay. Yes. So Scott calls himself polyamorous. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because he likes ethical, having ethical non-monogamous. Oh, really? Changing it again. <laughs> ethical non-monogamous, everybody. Yes. Sorry, I'll stop trying to label you. Write baby. that down. Yeah. <laughs> um, where I, sc- I consider myself more of a relationship anarchist these days. Oh, I like yeah. that actually. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of um, uh, throwing bombs and uh, de-seating governments in the anarchy part of that, though. <laughs> I do get to dress more punk, though. That's, that's pretty cool. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So with relationship anarchy, what we basically say with that is that we have relationships one on one, well, one on multiple people. Um, but we have the relationship be what it is. Mm-hmm. So if you meet someone and you want to share, spend time with them, um, I think a lot of the time people go into a relationship and they're looking for a long-term destiny. Like they're like, I want to meet this person. Am I going to be able to live with them long-term? Am I going to be able to devote myself to them for the next 60 years and die together holding hands in the front of a um, rural cottage <laughs> balcony yeah, sure. in rocking chairs? <laughs> um, whereas what I'm looking for is just what can we connect with now that yep. they can offer me and what can I offer them? Yeah. Um, and is that a long-term thing? Is it a short-term thing? Is it are we going to spend time together, or is it going to be like three months and then we have to move on? Yeah, I, I like to to have connections with people, whether it's uh, emotionally or physically, uh, romance, uh, friendships, and sometimes that becomes uh, a relationship rather than just a friendship. Mm. And so, what is it? So, what is it that made you want to get married to each other and hold uh, that relationship together, yeah, as opposed you, to? Did you start out, um, or, did, or did your polyamorous lifestyle develop, or did it was it already there at the beginning, at the offset? No, it developed. It yeah, developed. It developed. So you guys um, were just mature enough to look for to to just say, hey, where things are changing, and we're gonna. We both like it and we're just going to let it go and it's good. You make it sound so uh, deliberate um, and it, mature, it, but right. it really wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't quite that easy. So sure, we met okay. at some Klingon camp. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you're a Star Trek fan, you know what I mean. And if you're not, then I'm not going to explain it because... Oh, can I explain it then? No, it's embarrassing. Okay. Nerds. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we're huge nerds. <laughs> thanks, Liz. That's okay. I'm a nerd too. I just like calling out other nerds when I see them because it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, we met at Klingon camp. Yes. And, uh, Which sounds exactly like what it was. Fell in love. And then my mother, who's a very traditional Christian, found out that we were living together. Yeah. She bought us a steak dinner and basically coerced us <laughs> into getting married. Wow. <laughs> Have some steak. Now get married forever. Yeah, yeah we, we, had, we were we students, okay? It was a yeah. good steak. Steak <laughs> We, we had a tissue of lies going where uh, I lived yeah. at one place and Amy lived at another place with a friend of hers. And uh, there were, we didn't, my, my house didn't have, no, Amy's house didn't have a phone. So my house did. 
And then there was this thing where Amy's mum called the the friend who Amy was supposed to be living with, and then she let something out of the bag, and then all of a sudden it was all right. Out, you know, it all came. This is back when landlines were the thing, yeah. and you couldn't just call someone's mobile and be where they were. They had yeah. to be at a certain place yeah. at a certain time to get a phone call. We used to love the we used to love when the landline rang. Me and my sisters, so the phone would ring and would race to it like. Like yeah. competitive athletes. And then the internet would well. cut out. No, wait, <laughs> the internet right. was yeah. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other benefit was that your parents would never call a mobile phone because it was expensive. Yeah. Of course, that's yeah. right. Back yeah. when all calls were not created equal. That's so right. your Correct. your your tower of lies yes. came crumbling down. It really did, yes. You, uh, and we'd always been planning on getting married. Yeah. Um, we'd been together for about three years by that point. So yeah, we got married. That's about right, yeah. Skipping forward a few years, um, I got to a point where I was like, I'm feeling attracted to other people. Yes, but and, I, and Scott, I wasn't. Scott's still my best friend and I love him. But if I want to experience these things, because I'm also an atheist now, so I think when I die, that could be it. Mm. So this life is basically everything. Yeah. So as part of that philosophy, I'm like, well, what experiences do I want to have? Do I want to limit those experiences with other people? Um, and, you know, connect, sorry, sidebar again, connecting with people <laughs> is such a huge and brilliant and vibrant part of being alive yep. do i want to stop myself having those experiences just to preserve my relationship with scott or do i want to leave him and have those experiences with other people or is there a middle ground so were I you worried when you started feeling attracted to other people yes yeah so worried and it was really difficult like scott i've always felt like i can tell him anything but this felt like a big guilty secret that i had to like sit on yeah i can imagine and i could mm. not share it with him yeah and the the first time you broached it with me, I I was really not receptive to it at all. Because, um, yeah, it felt like... It wasn't necessarily betrayal, but it was like, oh, then what happens to me? And uh, mm. the first person you meet that's better than me, you're going to run off with them and that sort of thing. That's a scary prospect. Yeah. Mm. But I also was absolutely 100% not on board with cheating on anyone. Yep. No, good. Yeah, yeah because... Thank you. We don't like cheating on this podcast. Really? I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, we love having cheaters and cheating on this podcast, but then we slap them on the wrist for it. That's nice. fair enough. Yeah I, yeah. yeah, I don't condone cheating at at all. It's a good it's redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we had the conversation um, and it wasn't a quick one. We yeah. didn't like two weeks later on Tinder looking for, you know, other yeah. people. I don't think Tinder was Tinder wouldn't have been a no. thing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, this was, was like the... Match.com or something. RSVP? Yeah, that would have been it. RSVP, so maybe. Um Red hot so, pie? <laughs> <laughs> are we allowed to mention that here? Bring up Fat Life, babe. Someone sponsor us, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be perfect. Contact actually. us. Yeah. yeah, that would be a good. That would be a good match. <laughs> ah, match. Uh, Scott, you've written the ad already. Get yeah. out now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we sort of thought about it for like several months, and it was a conversation that we just well, we didn't talk about it all the time. Well, you thought about it. I ignored it. Yeah. Head yeah. in the sand, la, 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 kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, very much, very much. Um, and it wasn't until probably about two and a half, three years later where I developed feelings for a friend of ours. Right. And I had an epiphany at one night. I went, that's what Amy's been talking about. So you'd, we just ignored this for a couple of years. Yeah. We didn't ignore it. It was still part of an ongoing sort I of did. conversation. I'd mentioned if I was attracted, I thought someone was attractive. Right. To Scott. I like that you're coming at it from a base of honesty, though. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah, it's not sitting there letting it pressure cooker explode inside yeah. you. Well, I hate to tell you this, but I actually still love Scott. Oh, God. I know. Why? It's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and she's met me. Oh, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> he puns all the time. Like, yeah. yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Scott, it's for someone who is not a dad, he is the king of dad jokes. Oh, I love dad jokes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, 
Yeah, we um, he met someone and he was attracted to her and he realised this, oh, it's not about picking someone and devoting yourself to them yeah. for the rest of your life. I can be in love with multiple people and still love the original person. I can like pizza and hamburgers. Amazing. Scott yeah. likes his food metaphors. I like food metaphors. <laughs> I just I can, like Hang on, hang food. on. Uh, uh, I can like soccer and lacrosse. Scott, no. no cool cool sports work. people yeah, don't cool, like yeah. We don't like sports on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Fair enough. I don't like sports and I'm the boss, so... That's fair. Uh, so you find common ground mm. uh, eventually. Yeah. Oh well, the common ground was a particular girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so wait, so wait. The first common ground was somebody you were both attracted to. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and good. how did you did you how, did you talk about it and then talk to her or did you talk yes. what like okay yeah yeah, yeah we, we spoke about it together yeah. Um, and this was this was a particularly good friend of ours that we we'd been hanging out with for years. Luckily, that particular person was also of a relationship anarchist slash ethical non monogamous <laughs> slash polyamorous yeah. mindset. Win, yeah. Uh, and luckily, also uh, bisexual. Right. So yeah, tick, I mean, tick, tick tick. You couldn't tick more boxes. No, True. it was it was yeah. So we were very fortunate. Yes. And and how did you approach her? Awkwardly. Yeah, <laughs> super awkwardly. Super awkwardly. We did that thing where we're like, okay, because I don't always pick up on good social signals. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes people spend too much time that, will they, won't they? Should I kiss this person? Um, as I get older, I find clear communication really attractive. Yeah. Um, so at one point we basically just said, so we like you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do, Do you, you like, like us? us? <laughs> you know. It's um, all a very high school again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Uh, but look, it worked for us. Great. So apparently, being cool when there's <laughs> like there's no smooth here. This is yeah. this is fantastic. We have no game. Um, now, one of the things that with uh, polyamorous style relationships, there's a thing that's referred to in the community as unicorn hunting. Okay. And it's usually a married or committed couple seeking a third, usually a second woman, uh, to be in a committed. Triadic. Exclusive triadic relationship. Uh-huh. Um, so a rare species, yes. this person, yes. Yeah. Uh, they referred to as unicorns or the golden ticket, yep. that sort of thing. And we were unconsciously doing that. Right. I don't think we were. I think we were. I think, no, we, look, we were fitting the stereotype, but I think for a lot of unicorn hunters, they're actually looking for someone who's an object or a toy. True, very true. Who fulfills a, a fantasy, whereas we were actually genuinely interested looking in this for person a as a person. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So. Um, so yes, uh, we dated her for like three years. She lived uh, with us for a while. Yeah, uh, we broke up in 2011. Just I remember after that the because it was post-flood trauma, and a lot of stuff came out because we were not good communicators. Oh. There's a lot of mutual blame there. Yes. Um, and yeah, since then we've kind of moved on. For a few yeah. years, we were kind of lazy monogamists. Yeah. Which is basically, I can't be asked. I'm tired. I'm not dating anyone. It takes too much time. I'm a lazy single person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what that is. Um, but more recently, we've started like just, we've always been open to it. And we've yeah. just recently met more partners and yeah. gotten out there and been dating more people. So more partners, plural. Yes. yes. So do you each have more than one partner other than each other? Or Yes. yes. Okay. Do you want to go first and I'll go second? I don't know. Liz looks like she has questions. Okay, she has no, questions. no, no. You go first and then when I have a question, I will jump in and probe that. <laughs> Not in the sexy way. Okay. <laughs> um, so I am currently seeing a married couple. Okay. Yeah. And uh, a guy who's – he has a domestic relationship with someone else. Then she knows about it and is aware of it. And okay. It's okay. all good. Yep. Um, and I'm 
flirting with a couple of guys uh, and a girl and just like dating, but not in a relationship. relationship. On dating apps. On dating apps and right. things like that, yeah. Right. And Scott? Uh, so I'm currently married to Amy. <laughs> um, yeah, you forgot that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was implied. Yeah, it's kind of implied. Um, and uh, in polyamorous parlance, it's noted as a nesting couple. Yeah, because we live together. Because we yeah. live together. Uh, I have get some terms. <laughs> I have two other partners, uh, Molly, who I'm seeing this evening. So we 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 were just just so just to let everyone at home know, we did go through the rules before we got on air. So that's why we didn't talk about them at the top of the episode. So they do have fake names for yes. everybody yes, names that are. they have written down meticulously in their little <laughs> notepads. It's a long list. Them. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good <laughs> list. Um, who I'm seeing this evening, uh, while Amy will be seeing uh, one of her partners. Uh, I have another partner. Casey, who I saw last night mm-hmm. uh, while Amy was seeing her couple. Uh, and I have a, another lady that I'm chatting to from Tinder who, because it's Brisbane. Oh, sorry, this is great. He, he got a reference from an ex-girlfriend <laughs> for this relationship. A reference? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so because Brisbane is tiny, yes. this particular lady used to be dating a gentleman and I used to be dating another lady who we subsequently broke up because the gentleman that this lady was dating broke up with her to go with the lady that I was dating. Sorry, I'm doing the maths in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to... So, yep, okay, I think I'm with you. So I was dating someone. Uh-huh. She was dating someone. Uh-huh. They met, the, the two other people met, uh-huh. and broke up with her and me uh-huh. to be together and be monogamous. Uh-huh, okay. I was doing the little maths with yeah, my yeah. fingers, but I think I'm with you. Cut to several years later. Cut to several years Scott's later. Scott's on Tinder and he sees a hot redhead. With polyamorous in her profile. Mm. Um, so we we match, we start chatting, we go out on a date and we discover that, yeah, uh, we know similar people and one of my exes has given her a reference and was <laughs> in fact babysitting for her kids while she was out with me. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's Brisbane. I love the re- a reference. Uh, you get a call. <laughs> Sorry, none, I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> none of my exes would give me a reference, <laughs> mostly because I will never speak to them again mm. because they're all assholes and they would probably try and blame me for the downfall of the relationship. Mm. And look, there's some blame to be had, but not most of it. That's just all. How the fuck do you guys find time? We um, This came up uh, <laughs> one of our very first episodes. We had a, a guest on and he was covering polyamorous relationships, James. Yeah, he tried being polyamorous and realised it was not for him. And didn't work out for him. But he just, he essentially at the, send, at the end said it's scheduling and yeah. calendars. Google, and Google <laughs> Calendar. Do you yeah. have shared calendars with like all your partners or just each other? No, we just <laughs> have a shared one with each other. It's, right. it's kind of not that complicated. Um, you do get to a point where you're what I refer to as polysaturated, yep. <laughs> which is where you have maxed out the amount of spare time you have and dating anyone else is, I mean... I don't even have time for one boyfriend. I know, but the thing is with being poly is that it can come with a lot of negative stuff as well. So there are people who say, oh, I'm polyamorous as a way of being, giving themselves permission to cheat on other people. Yeah, right. So right. they'll be like, you were dating me um, and I'm polyamorous, but I never fucking mentioned that to you. And to me, that's cheating. That is. Because that's the default expectation is monogamy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And maybe you didn't have a discussion about it. And maybe, but as soon as you sleep together, like before you sleep together, you should say, I'm yeah. always going to want to see other people. I'm a polyamorous person. If you can't deal with that, if you're looking for one other person and that's it, you need to, you need to know that that's not going to be me. Yeah. If you don't do that, you're a dick. Yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. Che- or cheating. I can't. I can't. Mm. Oh, hang on. Is there a language warning on this? No. Okay, just check. Fuck no. No. Thank fuck. 
a lot of people too, like they'll they they're like, oh, we're poly, but we have rules. Once you have rules, you, you're basically putting them in place either to protect yourself or because you don't trust that your partner respects you. So we you guys have don't have rules. We did have rules. Yeah. But over time, it's just been like, mm, to a certain extent, like you're your own person. Yeah. I can't tell Scott to sleep with someone or to not sleep with someone. I might give him a heads up if I think they're a bag of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which we've done for each other in the past. Mm, because when you once. get when you get the pants feelings, sometimes your brain yeah. just switches off. No. Yeah. The yeah. blood goes to the wrong place yeah. and, and you well, become Scott's stupid. given me a red flag or on one person. Yeah. And like a year later, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Because that would have been. All red flags just look like flags through rose-coloured glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've we've got that, but that's a discussion. That's not a rule. Yeah, but and Amy, Amy did that for me as well with one person, which is like about a month crazy. later. I went, "Oh, bag of crazy." Yeah, again, pants feelings. You just yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. I like that term, pants feelings. Once you got <laughs> pants feelings, everything's fine. Brain is gone. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, and there's people who are like, "Well, you have to tell me three weeks in advance if you're going to go on a date. You can't oh. have a sleepover unless I'm having a sleepover." But a lot of that is just about protecting yourself to make you feel secure mm. yeah if you don't feel secure no one can make yeah. you feel secure it's something that you kind of have to deal with on your own that's not to say people don't have toxic relationships where yep. someone's using that as an excuse to be damaging to them but that's a different like paradigm if you know what i mean mm. yeah so what what kind of anecdotes or stories can you tell <laughs> us um that our listeners might enjoy of how you manage your partners and marriage and upkeep the emotional needs of everybody. Actually, well, I, we, I might... We I don't upkeep the emotional needs <laughs> of everyone. No. That's... Okay. Well, don't okay. have to. Principles, again, polyamory basically means that we don't expect one other person to fulfil all of our emotional needs. Okay. So, Scott fulfils okay. some of my emotional needs, um, but there are things that I'm into that Scott just doesn't like uh, and vice versa. For example, Pokemon Go. <laughs> Scott's <laughs> super into it. Super into it. And I'm like, mm, that's nice, sweetie. No, tell me more about your Magikarp evolving. <sighs> but one hey, of Scott's partners is also super into it. <laughs> it is. I've got to Shut up, nerds. <laughs> Send me your trainer code. <laughs> um, but one of Scott's partners is super into it and yeah. there are other you know, metamors like the people that they're dating are also into it. Yep. So I went to the pub with them one night. They all sat down. They pulled out their phones and they started checking the girls. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm just like, I'm ordering a cocktail right now, Goodbye. Guys. Alcohol time. Yeah. But that was fine. He has fun doing that with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but anecdotes. Ah, so there's a concept which is a metamor, right? So I'm, well, I'm with Scott and he's dating people and those people are my metamors. Okay. So they're people that he's dating. It's just a term denoting like a second level relationship. Well, sure, it's okay. paramour, metamor. So para, I'm a paramour. They are metamor. metamor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's language for that. Like it's, it's a proper thing. We're trying to come up with terms because it's, it gets a bit confusing. I'm going to need you to send me a list of all these for the show notes. <laughs> well, that's the terrible thing though is that everyone keeps redefining what they mean. We'll just put the ones that we use in a glossary for people sure. if they want to look yeah. it up. Well, we'll send yeah. you a picture of a polycule as well. No. Oh, you what? It's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a molecule, but... Oh, It's a relationship right. chart. Like a flow like charty kind yeah, of... Yeah. yeah, But it looks like a Tree. molecule. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shit. All right, okay. anecdote. Let's go. Anecdote. Okay, so we were dating this girl yes. and she was living with us, which mm -hmm. is great. And she was also dating other people at the time. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm going to tell you about two of them. Um, one of them we're going to call Tim. Yep. Okay. Um, and Tim was a raging uh, dick. Just a raging, raging dick. dick Tim. To the okay. point where I came home from work one day and I'd had a hard day at work. Mm. Came home, walked through the door and he's sitting on my fucking couch, butt fucking naked, just sitting there. But it's your It's not his place. Not even he doesn't not know me that well. No. That's my couch. 
Or Ew. I sit my butt. He is naked. There's yeah. not even a towel down. Yeah. And instead of being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And jumping up and like putting some clothes on or some bullshit like that. Yeah. He just sort of throws his arms across the back of the couch like I'm going to snuggle up to him for a fucking threesome. Uh. Um, and kind of just worms. It's just, I'm like, mm, I can't mm. deal with this right <laughs> no. now Jeez. without stabbing someone. Yeah. So, he yes. was not great. He was... This is like a whole other level, though. Like, what do you do when you hate your partner's <laughs> partner? Like, yeah. it's a struggle. Sometimes you just have to hate them. Oh. Yeah, he was the reason I also went to a pickup meeting. Yeah, a pick oh, he, up, was a, he was a pickup, a pickup artist. artist. He was a big, big fan oh, of the game. Yuck. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I so, ha- like grouty, no, grouty, no. Grouty. Get yeah. in the bin. And, and a lot of the stuff he the did, he, he did to like. It was basically the. Metaphorical equivalent of flopping his dick out in front of us to yeah. be like, no, yeah. I'm the alpha in this relationship. Yeah, yeah. Sure. you guys. He may as well have pissed on your couch. Yeah, basically. You may. Have. <laughs> you may have, yeah, we don't question this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, he ended up being the reason that we broke up yeah. as a threesome was just because uh, he needed to be everything. Yeah. Right. But it sounds like he, he wanted his own he, little relationship cult that he, he was the leader of. He has admitted to me, and there's no way I can prove this. Uh, we met in the street probably over a year ago now, and he said that he set out to break us up. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for being honest, I suppose. What a dick. <laughs> Tim, really you're a dick. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, have, I have no way to prove that, but uh, yeah. Oh, God. And what's the other person? Um, did we come up a name for this person? Oh, no, we didn't. Um, should we call him? Bob. Oh, no. Well, he was another metamorph. He was a chef. He was hung like a... Coke can. Yeah, apparently. I never, right. I never saw it. He yeah. wanted to show me. I didn't want to see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he'd come over and he was an amateur chef, so he'd make things that basically took everything that we had been shopping for that week out of the yep. fridge, spread it across the counter. He'd deep fry things and then he'd serve us a bit of it and then sort of leave the rest there and then disappear into the bedroom. Yeah. Like it was just – but part of it was just like this I'm is just our confused. home. And yeah. these guys had just turned – we were really bad at communicating yeah, back we then. Yeah, we were. Yeah, terrible. Uh, and – Bad at boundaries yeah, and just we awful. we learned a lot of stuff from that relationship. Yes, about talking about what you want, asking for what you want, mm-hmm. using your human words and things like that. There you go, readers. Yet again, that's the biggest overarching lesson we've learned on yeah. this little adventure to communicate. Let's hmm. do it. What I don't understand is people who like I cannot. I am never that comfortable in anyone else's house. Like I just. I don't even sit on the couch nude in my own house. I've got flatmates, so that's probably, yeah, that's probably she don't want to see that. No. But, um, like, oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. They, you, the, both of those two guys, though, were very much on the... Um, the they sound like ni- narcissistic. Narcissistic spectrum sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Pickup artists. Pick up artists. It was just... But it's it's just like any, like any anyone in any, anyone's dating life, you're going to meet... Narcissists, you're going to meet yeah. weirdos. Yeah. You're going to date odd people. Yeah. So this is part of the part of the course. It's well, not anything. It's it's been fun being poly in a way because we get to meet a lot of people, uh, and then we get to pick the gems out. If that makes sense. <laughs> yes. So see, and sometimes I it, see dating as going through the dumpster and picking out the least broken <laughs> bit of rubbish. <laughs> this is probably why I'm single. Liz, we, we need to talk. It's yeah, really okay, hard. Got a Look, everybody oh, that I meet is like your naked couch dude. They're just like narcissistic fuckwits. You should check your settings on Tinder. I think you've got it set to dick. Oh, God. Like, when I was on Tinder, the only messages that I would get were immediately like, hey, 
do you like anal? And that's the first message. And I'm like, <laughs> hi, how's your day? Or I had people match with me just to tell me they didn't like what something I was wearing in one oh. of my photos. Or I have people match with me and have like a week of really good conversation. And then when we go to meet up, they're like, oh, we just, I just want to be friends. And I'm like, okay, please communicate that to me from the start. Like mm. I found that being on Tinder um, took more out of me emotionally than I was getting back in return. So I'd love tips on how the fuck Look, you guys seem to meet a million people. Dating is terrible. It's the Dating's worst. horrible. I yeah, don't like it at all. I actually, most of the people that I met that I have long-term relationships with, um, I met them at things. Yeah. And then we started just, talking. That's the key. I need uh, to do things. Going outside <laughs> the house, yeah. And some of it was difficult. One of, um, one of my partners I met through doing improvised theatre and I'd known him for years. And we went out, because we're both poly, we went out to a poly meetup together because... Mm, uh, it was a poly queer meetup too, which was fun. Why wasn't I? The, oh, it was the queer one. It was queer. I am straight as an arrow. It's disappointingly straight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we had dinner after and then I drove him home. And then I got home and I'm like, oh my God, I skipped the kissing part. But that so was a date. I messaged yeah. him and I said, hey, um, just wanted to double check. Could we have made out in the car? <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, when I got inside, that's immediately what I thought. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Next time let's make out in the car. Um, and so, yeah, we ended up dating. And we're still dating. Is this the one that I know? Yes, yes, it is the one that you know. So the first time that I saw you guys macking on after a <laughs> rehearsal, <laughs> I was like, is that, is that what, what? because like Scott. Oh yeah, we, we all three of us did a show together. Scott's in the show yeah. and Amy's in the show and the other person's in the show and I'm in the show and then I just see the two cast members that are not married bashing and I was like, I don't, what, I know that they have an open marriage but this is still... These, they're friends. I don't get it. It's not computing. <laughs> but it makes a lot of sense because you guys are very similar. Hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was, I'm so fucking vanilla that it was such a fucking shock to me. And then everyone was like, did you know they were, did you know they were dead? Did you know they were dating? <laughs> yeah, this happened. I was, and then, Nobody and then asked me. Natalie like yeah. texted me and was like, did you know? And I was like, well, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I actually had an experience like that with um, my partner that I saw last night, Casey. Uh, we used to do a Tuesday night dinner thing where a whole bunch of us, fr- friend group, would just go out to a pub on Tuesday night, generally yeah. two for one, because most people were cheap. Um, I'm cheap. Uh, ladies. Um, <laughs> uh, we went out to a dinner and Amy was there and Casey was there and Casey and I had just started dating. And Amy had to go home, wasn't feeling well, had a headache or something. Mm. And so then I would, instead of having my focus split between Casey and Amy, I just sat with Casey. And we were being PDA, touchy, that sort of thing. And some friends of ours were there. And then I'm, I'm on my way home, I'm on the train on the way home. And I get this message from them. It's like, hey, is everything okay with you and Amy? Oh, mm. bless. Uh, so then I had to have that conversation with them. And it's like, yeah, no, look, it's all cool. It's all good. Oh, but why did she leave? Oh, she had a headache. So you guys are open to telling anybody that will hear what yeah. your relationship is like? It's oh. not something that you well, hide? It's everybody except my family. Yeah, ah, except his right. parents. They're I don't super think, bogan. Do not think that would work. Right. Um, so very, how does... Very right wing. Oh, no. Yeah. Scott, no. Yeah. Oh, dear. The apple so fell far from the tree. Very far, like in <laughs> suburbs away. Yeah, yeah. How... How do you manage that with your family then? Do you just ignore that anything else exists and yeah. keep them keep them compartmentalized? Yeah. 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 How do you feel about that? 
fine. Yeah. It's not my family. Have you ever like, slipped up and been like, oh, family, when I was out family, with so. blah? No, no, not so. Well, to be fair, though, we did go on holidays with um, uh, the partner that lived with us and mm. like, generally down the Gold Coast. And my parents lived on the Gold Coast and often they would visit us for like a meal. So they've met the three of us and had dinner with the three of us at oh, that point. Oh, subterfuge. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I think the thing that we've most struggled with is just that, you know, if you are open to dating other people, mm. once they find out that you're married, they shut you down uh, yes. because they're living with a set of preconceptions. And I think, honestly, uh. most of the time that's fine. But if we're together and we're out um, and, you know, Scott wants to see someone, you can't just go up to someone and be like, hey, I find you cute and I know I'm married but I'm not actually monogamous, you know, are you open to dating me maybe? Because that's just a weird opener. So, so what is this little paper that Scott's just oh. started holding I, up? I have so, this in my wallet. So we were sitting in an airport <laughs> okay. in Sydney um, and <laughs> we, were tra- we were talking about this exact problem. Um, and so I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write Scott a permission note. Yeah, so this note just says, hello, yes, it's okay, Amy Driscoll, phone number to yeah. check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because often if <laughs> you want to have a look, Tom. Yes, I will verify for our readers. Permission it's a little, slip. Yep. It's a permission slip. Yep. Because often, like, if a well, woman's guys, going out. Well, guys, sometimes, well, I, I'm not being genderist. Sometimes I'm sure women would do it too. But mostly I, but people are just like, oh, yeah, she's totally cool with it. Let's just get it on. My wife's totally on board. But you literally have a permission slip. Yeah, and people can text me if they want to double check. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had anyone use that number? No, they haven't. But I usually end <gasps> up meeting most of Scott's partners well, anyway. Of course, yeah. of course. So through this whole 20-year marriage journey that you've been on, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about what you've learnt. Mm. And I feel like we have talked about that through, throughout the podcast, but what's, what are some of the things that you've learnt whilst managing being in a – what did you call it? A, a, a mon- anarchist? A eth- ethically non-monogamous. Ethically that's an non-monogamous. Because a whole bunch of stuff. And I suppose yeah. advice to anyone else that f- feels like – this lifestyle could be for them. How do how do uh, you were pretty clear off the top? Just be honest about what you want and and open. Is there anything further for, I suppose, tips or help there's, information? There's a lot of resources out there now that weren't around when we started. Sure. Um, there's a number of books. There's Facebook groups. There's websites. There's podcasts. There's YouTube channels. Do, about do some it. research for some yeah. quality mm. ones. My favorite um, are. Uh, Multi-Amory, it's a mm-hmm. podcast. Um, I like the book The Ethical Slut, which yes. talks about um, accepting people's sexuality and things S- like that. Sounds like a terrible title, a very good book. I kind book. of love it. Yeah. The Ethical Slut, the yeah. ethical ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's, it's about knowing yourself well enough to know what you like and what you don't like and what you want and what you don't want mm. and learning how to communicate that with a partner. Yeah. Can I ask if you've had any jealousy issues and how you learn uh, uh, to cope with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was more about me than Amy. Oh, no, I've been jealous of you. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, never, never noticed. That's because I dealt with it. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I, I needed it was help dealing with mine. One of the though. first times Scott went out on a date um, and I was sitting at home by myself and Scott wasn't there. Who, who with? And he was out with someone. Who with? I don't remember. I just remember the emotional moment that I was in. Okay. Um, and I was like, this is stupid, Amy. You're sitting on a couch pining for Scott. He's gone on a date. He's going to be back in a couple of freaking hours. Why don't you just go and do something? So I put on a movie, which Scott will not watch, which was still Magnolias. And I got some ice cream. And I sat there pretending to have like a sad night (laughs) and burst into tears and I was eating ice cream. It was the best night ever. Uh, And eventually I got tired and just went to bed. But the thing with jealousy is it's more about you feeling insecure than about the other person. I trust Scott. When he's happy, it makes me happy. 
Um, I love seeing the buzz on his face when he gets to meet someone new, when he's, you know. That's a polyamorous term. That, uh, that is called compersion, which is feeling good yes. for your partner. We have talked mm. about compersion on our other podcast when James was trying out a little bit of polyamory oh. and limerence we talked about as well. I don't remember what that means. But no, no, <laughs> do I? <laughs> but um, yeah, after a while I was just like, no, we're good. Because the other thing I think too is that we've always accepted that there's a possibility that we could break up. Yeah. That marriage is not going to be permanent. Scott's shaking so. his head going, <laughs> oh, it's been nope. 20 years. <laughs> nope. The track record says no. We've yeah, been married yeah. longer than we've been but yeah. there is a Over possibility that one day yeah, it could yeah. it could potentially Anything maybe could happen. happen. But yeah. because of that, we've always worked in our relationship. Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't get to a point where we're like, nope, we're soulmates. Let's stop. Let's yeah. just lie back. I'm going to gain weight and um, just <laughs> metaphorical weight um, <laughs> and become an emotional burden to you and require you to do everything for me. Yeah. Uh, um, well, how the, did the you learn to cope with your jealousy? Uh, I did a little bit of creative visualization in that I visualized my my jealousy as this weird hairy. Um, skin-wearing caveman Kill it who, with fire. who lived in the back <laughs> of my head. So I created a cave with a cage in it and I'd put him in the cage and slowly shrink the size of the cage visually until it was not a thing that was affecting me overtly. Wow. Wow. That's, I, you have more power of visualisation yeah, than I Yeah, that's a really, really interesting mental trick, I suppose, well, to shrink that cage down and push it away yeah, and it's gone. Yeah. See, if I did that, I would be scared that it would become a pressure cooker and then just be like, my on somebody that was unsuspecting. My <laughs> problem is I've, my, I'm so, um, I've got such a wild jazz brain imagination. I'd be too, I'd be putting too much, I'd be worrying about how the guy looks and what he's wearing and oh, what I it did, looks I like. Did that too. And like get ultra detailed and not yep. get not shrink the cage. <laughs> <laughs> It'd get larger and larger because be as going, my therapist <laughs> says, what we focus on, we amplify. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah, be so. counting the bars and get yep, <laughs> really good. Oh, wow. Tom, Liz. what have you learned? Oh, my turn. <laughs> um, I like the idea. You guys said when you were putting pictures on your walls and that you had your wedding photo yep. and you went, no, not having, we're not putting it on the wall. And you, one of you said, we, we, we became different people. And that's so true. Every, every so often, that per, you, the, the person you was dies and you become someone new. Yep. And I think just hold, uh, keep that with you in your life as you go forward. You will become someone different and the, you, will, you, you have been someone different yep. as well. You constantly change and evolve. Um, in a relationship dynamic, that's interesting as well. If you're going to be married to someone for 60 years, if you get married when you're 20, you're going to be different people by the time you're 80. And you can't hold the new person to the old person's standards. No. Like, that's just not mm. – that's that's like outgrowing a coat and expecting a coat that you wore when you were 15 to still fit when you're 30. Like, that's just not mm. – it's just not going to happen. Buy new coats. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you have to fall in love with the same person over and over again yep. or you have to accept that the relationship could end and there's nothing wrong with that. I love that. I love the idea of that you have to fall in love with someone over and over again. You're not trying to get back whatever you had at the start. You're trying it, – like it's just – it happens over and over and over. That's yeah. really beautiful. I really like that. You nice. have to share that journey. And mm. as always, I learned communication. Yep. yep. And I'm not going to say it. Well, I'm going to say it forever. I was going to say I'm not going to say it anymore, but I am. I'm going to say it on literally every episode Online that every sucks. single problem that can happen in a relationship can be solved or dampened by communication. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. And uh, I thought you were going to say online, online dating, dating sucks. sucks. Yes, it's, um, it's trashy. It is trashy. 
what is a Tinder buddy? Well, you get you get a, a person of the opposite gender or the gender that you're looking to date. Okay. And you get them to look at the profiles along with you and translate them. I yes, but also talking to people is exhausting. I think I just need to kind of get out of the headspace of how awful Tinder has been for me in the past and be open for it to be mm. possibly good again. I'm just such a I'm just such a I'm, I'm like an in-person mm. person. Like sure. oh, I same same. Yeah. I'll be I, like, can meet I don't want to talk to you for like a month and then meet it's in person. It's an idea of a person and words on a screen until yes. then. And so I get to the thing where I'll talking to someone for two or three days and then I'll go through the effort to go out and meet them and I'll know within 5 minutes whether it's a zing or not. Like yes. you know. Yep. I'm, no, I'm exactly the same. People who, particularly if they've been talking to me for two months, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. No, I have if to meet within a week. If you don't want to have coffee, yeah. then you're, you're either wasting my time there's, there's or the, the we're vibe. never going to be able to meet up. There's yeah. a vibe. like and it's a I, moment of click. And, and I'm yeah. so into oral and visual cues mm. that I find that I just don't think online dating works for me. I would be happy to be proven wrong. So if you want to Tinder buddy me and translate <laughs> for me, like... One of Scott's dates actually turned into a Tinder party. Yeah. <laughs> we, we sat and translated for each other. Yeah, we were swapping screens around. What do you think of this guy? No. Uh, we once yeah. did it where we put it up on a screen when there's a bunch of friends. We just put them all up on the TV and we're going yes or no for everybody. But mm. then I just, yeah, I got abused by too many Tinder jerks and I just... I quit. <laughs> I'm going to be single forever. Goodbye. Maybe a different program. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Scott and Amy. Yeah, it is – we always love hearing about anything that any of our readers might be able to – listeners. I say readers. You say readers. I both say, say readers. Because I, like re- I like the term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone that uh, anything that our listeners might be able to learn from, and it's really great to be able to kind of look in the window without being a peeping tom of other people's <laughs> relationships. Look in the metaphorical and not physical window, because like a lot of people don't realize that stuff like this can happen successfully. And honestly, of the couples that I know, you guys do seem to be one of the more so, most solid and just like I don't see you fighting. You seem to have a genuine affection for each other that just doesn't wane and that's been the case over a number of years and they're sitting there laughing at me because they're like, we hate each other secretly. No, no, no. we did have a fight but it was because Scott put one of his action figures in the lounge room that I hated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a fight, ladies no, and no, gentlemen, no, no. they had a Recent, fight. Recently. No, no, the, the secret is you've got to fight the same way. You've got to, be, you've got to fight fair yep. and you've got to... Fighting is just another part of communicating. Yeah, it's, it's, commu- it's just communicating with heat, basically. Spicy communication, everybody. Liz is trying to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> no, I must do this forever. No. You've given him a microphone. You're doomed. Yeah. Look, you can come on again later and talk about one of your other relationships. That's fine. Yeah. Come back. <laughs> All right. So if you would like to be on our podcast, you can go to thatsnotcanon.com forward slash ghosts of boyfriends past and fill out our little form. If you want to contact us on socials, if you've got a story that you want us to read out on one of our mini-sodes, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're begrudgingly on Twitter. Send us an email at, at uh, ghosts of boyfriends past at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, there's, we've got a Facebook group. Uh, I can't remember what Ghost it's called. Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group <laughs> Therapy. So join that. And that we've got a really great community of people that if you have any relationship queries or issues, you can post about them and get a whole group of people kind of chiming in on, on advice or love or compassion or tough love, get the fuck out of that relationship. She's a jerk, he's a jerk kind of thing. That's right. It sort of runs itself now. We started running it. But like, yeah, a lot of people, we post memes 
relationship and dating memes, please. Give us all your memes. We love your memes. But yeah, like, and if you've ever got any questions, because we also do mini-sodes on Us, Liz and Tom episodes, send us your questions via our group therapy group. Otherwise, thank you all for listening and um, keep rating, keep reviewing. I um, The other day I went to uh, Apple and read all our lovely reviews. There's uh, some really nice ones, aren't there? We'd like more though, because we are never satisfied. I've been Liz Best I'm here Tom with. I'm Tom Harris. And thank you so much, Scott and Amy. Thank you so much. Keep dating, people. I believe in love. Do you believe in love, Amy? I do, Gina. I also really believe in helicopter dates, bottomless champagne, sparkly cocktail dresses and big-ass red roses. Well, you'll be surprised to hear that we're obsessed with The Bachelor. We will be sharing that obsession with you and discussing all things Bachelor and Bachelorette. We'll be talking about memorable moments, who we think Batchy will choose and the lessons we learn along the way. So prepare your cheese board, grab the wine and get overly emotionally attached with us, your hosts, Amy Duro and Gina Schwartz. Love Batchelly. Two gals here for the right reasons. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.